Hey friends, we have reached Valentine's Day and considering that I host a podcast, the Love Your People Well podcast, all about helping busy Christian moms love family life, it seemed like a missed opportunity if I didn't hop on to share just a few thoughts about love. Because Valentine's Day, it's not really about roses and chocolate and romance and fancy dinners. It's about love. And yes, a big part of that is marriage. And on the podcast, we're kind of in the middle, wrapping up this week, a three-week mini-series about building a great marriage. We talked about building intimacy in our marriage, physical intimacy. We talked about communication. This week, um, the episode that airs Tuesday, and then of course we have our Friday Faith follow-up, is all about forgiveness in marriage, which you know, may come up if your Valentine's Day is disappointing. <laughs> and forgiveness is not, it's not fun. It's not romantic. It's not what we think about when we think about enjoying family life. But if we don't do it, then we're not going to enjoy family life. We're not going to build a great marriage. We're not going to have a deep relationship with our kids. And we're certainly not going to find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days. And so um, so those are the things regarding marriage that we've been focusing on. But on Valentine's Day, I wanted to just hop on and share a few thoughts about love in that broader context, context <laughs> beyond, beyond that romance relationship that we all dream about when we're little girls and we hopefully enjoy when we are wives. But ultimately, family life is about more than just marriage. It is wonderful at Valentine's Day to include your kids in that process, whether that's writing them love notes or buying them flowers, taking them on a date. Maybe that's not on February 14th. Maybe it's on the 15th. Maybe it's, you know, around the holiday. Taking the opportunity to not only remind your spouse about the blessing and the incredibleness of your marriage and who they are and how you love them, but also to enjoy your kids as a part of that process, to check in with other people whom you love. But love comes first and foremost from God. We can only truly experience it and enjoy it in our family life if we have experienced it within God's family, that bigger family life. And so I had a few scriptures that I've been meditating on recently, and I wanted to hop on and share those with you. So they're not specific to marriage. Um, they're not even specific to like motherhood and that kind of more immediate family life. But um, one that is wonderful to meditate on, oh my goodness, um, I don't think we've done a deep dive into it on the podcast. Maybe we should. Uh, but I'm not going to read it right now. It's a whole chapter. First Corinthians chapter 13. You're probably familiar with it. it. Has all that famous, you know, love is patient, love is kind. That is a wonderful passage of scripture to focus on at Valentine's Day, to consider and pray and talk about how much does your marriage live out God's description of love in that passage? How much does your relationship with your children live out patience and kindness and all the other, frankly, usually difficult things that that passage describes? But ultimately, of course, we only experience that true, perfect love in our relationship with the Lord. 
So let me um, highlight a few other scriptures that you might not immediately think of when you're thinking about love, um, but they are also good ones to meditate on, reflect on whether you have a wonderful Valentine's Day filled with chocolate and roses or maybe a disappointing Valentine's Day. Maybe you don't really celebrate. My husband and I, I mean, Valentine's Day comes on the heels of birthdays and Christmas and his birthday and our anniversary. And by the time you get to Valentine's Day, I don't think we've ever forgotten it, but we certainly don't make a huge deal about it. I think that might change as the kids get older and it gives us a chance to spoil them a little bit. Um, But anyway, whether your Valentine's Day is wonderful or disappointing, it's, it's never disappointing to reflect on God's love for us. So let me share just a few scriptures there that you might find encouraging as you head into or reflect back on Valentine's Day and on love. And um, one of the wonderful books of the Bible that has actually a ton about love is the letter 1 John. It's pretty much toward the end of the New Testament. Um, Not quite right before Revelation, but pretty close. But in chapter 4 of 1 John, we see this incredible description of love. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Now, of course, scripture in many places describes that love, and it doesn't quite match up with what we sometimes today in our modern world think of as love. God certainly does not always approve everything that we do, and It's not always an emotional, you know, connection where we're feeling overwhelming feelings of love, romance, affection, all of that. Um, But his love is true love. And so we always need to turn to the pages of scripture to understand what that should and can look like. And it goes on here. This is in chapter four, verse nine. This is how God showed his love among us. He didn't buy us roses. He didn't take us out to dinner. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Is there anything better to reflect on? at Valentine's Day, this description of how God loved us, that he sacrificed his only son for our sins so that we might live through him. And I know I I mentioned our upcoming episode about forgiveness. Talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness happens because of what God has done to forgive us. And it happens so that we might live so that we're not bogged down by pain and emotion and bitterness and guilt and all the things that come with unforgiveness. And it's a reminder here, too, that since God loved us, we also ought to love one another. And as I will mention in the podcast episode coming up in Colossians, it tells us basically the exact same thing. We forgive others because God forgave us. We love others because God loved us. So as you reflect on your marriage, your friendships, your relationship with your kids, start with your relationship 
with the Lord and that incredible love that he has for you and for all these other people who you enjoy and who you care about and who you want to celebrate on Valentine's Day. And let me just highlight two other short verses from Romans, but then also from Ephesians. They basically say not quite the same thing, but they build on each other. So that's why I'm hitting on both. But in Romans, at the very end of chapter eight, we are reminded, this is Paul writing a letter to um, the Roman Christians. And he says right there at the end, starting in verse 38, I am convinced neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. There is absolutely nothing that can separate us from God's love. And that always reminds me, (laughs) these two verses always remind me of each other in Ephesians. It's in Ephesians chapter three. So this is building on that proclamation in Romans that absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God. And then we see Paul praying for the Christians in Ephesus. This is in chapter three. His prayer for the Ephesians includes verses like 17, 18 in that area. (laughs) I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the holy, the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Not only can we never be separated from God's love, we need to pray and press into the Lord that we will grasp that, that we will understand that. And that right there, my friends, is why I wanted to hop on today and just give you that encouragement because we need to be reminded of just how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. Whether our family life is going beautifully and we're in those joyful moments where it just feels like everything is how it should be, or it feels like everything's falling apart. When it comes to our relationship with the Lord, that doesn't matter. We can trust that he's got it all. We can trust that he is faithful in it all. And we can be filled with the fullness of God the more that we understand and rest in his love for us. So those are some scriptures that you may want to meditate on as it's Valentine's Day. 1 Corinthians 13, of course, always helpful. 1 John chapter 4 has that very helpful description about how God loves us, what that really means, what that looks like, and how we now love each other. And then we see these verses in Romans chapter 8 and Ephesians chapter 3 about the incredible depth of God's love for us. And it is my prayer for you today, (laughs) Valentine's Day, (laughs) as we have this season of love all around us, that you will be rooted and established in that love and that the love of Christ is what will flow through you into your marriage and flow through you into your motherhood and flow through you into your friendships and your church life and will give you peace and security and joy at the end of those busy days that might feel a bit disappointing. They have not disappointed our Lord and he loves you. 
So my friends, check out the podcast this week um, for some encouragement in forgiveness. And I hope that you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.